Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 53 of 900 Things I Hate, the podcast where we gradually go insane as we analyze this incredibly long list of things that Wyatt hates. I'm your host for today's episode, Dalen Turk, and joining me, as usual, we have Neva Gregory. Hello. And we have Wyatt Gregory. Hello. And if you are a listener of previous episodes, you will notice that uh, Shelby's gone today. Uh, Wyatt, can you explain why Shelby's not yeah, here? Yeah, it was a horrible accident. Um, and it totally wasn't planned by me, by the way. I just want to say it wasn't planned by me. So make sure it doesn't get traced back to me, even though it, it, it shouldn't because I didn't do it. But I didn't plan the whole thing. Definitely not. Um, so basically, Shelby found out um, who the creator um who the the founder of PETA was she drove over to his house in a smart car and uh she wanted to assassinate him she thought a smart car would be the least uh suspicious she went in his driveway she assassinated him and it, it all went flawlessly but then when she was about to speed away the police the police were on a way a squirrel went into the in front of her car she had to stop because she cared about the squirrel uh more than her own life or that guy who she, who she just assassinated and uh, so the police, they actually caught her. And when she tried to get away, she went uh, past a, a stop sign and she heard the smart car sped under uh, 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 the middle of a semi truck and her kappa was detated from her head and the blood made it all the way to reception and it got on Pam. Wow. Well, I, I think my favorite part about that was she gets in the driveway and she assassinated him, moves on. <laughs> like, not even an yeah. explanation, just like, he's assassinated. Exactly. So, well, um... That yeah. is tragic. Um, yeah. Thoughts and prayers for uh, Shelby. Um, thoughts and also, prayers. Also, speaking of death, yes. uh, Neva almost died a few days ago, so we got super close to an episode with just me and Dalen, maybe next time, I don't know. Yeah, well, well, the How crazy did you thing. you almost die? Well, I can. I'll go into it a little bit. I don't want to go too far into it, but um, people who are close to me know that I did have um appendicitis uh, about two years ago. That was a long time ago. That's yeah, crazy. And it was so that was cool. Lots of vomiting and pain. Um, and yeah. then I went to the hospital, and they they took out my appendix. Yeah, um, she put it in a Ziploc bag to give to her son. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so usually in these situations, like your appendix is gone and then like there's no chance that it can get infected because it's not there. But I actually was able to regrow it. Wow. And I regrew two. And then they both got infected. So I had double appendicitis. Um, Were they both like right next to each other or do you have one on the left side and like one on the right side? Yeah, one on each side. And, you know, they're not perfect. But multiplier. Yeah. So basically, I almost didn't make it. But, uh, my my friends at Ascension Seton were able to save me, and I actually kept both of my appendixes. So, so. you now have three appendices. Correct. That's where do you Wait, keep I, them? Wait, Wyatt. Well, two of them are still in my body. Oh, I thought you had them removed. No, no, no. They, we just we just fixed the infection part of it. Oh, so okay, you just got rid of the infection. Otherwise, well, I mean, they're just chilling. I went through the work to regrow two appendixes. Was that a lot of effort? I'm for not you? gonna. I'm not gonna just let them let them leave like I did the first one. That was that was my first mistake. Do they have any function like actual practical no. function for your body? No, no. They're just Neva, there. Neva's actually yeah. doing a giveaway. If you go to her Instagram, make sure you're following her. Go into the comments and type. Neva is a rock star, and uh, you will be in the running to actually get one of her uh, appendixes sent to her. She's doing a giveaway. 
Yeah. So, um, will you sign them? Uh, I can't. I mean, it's kind of, um, you could probably like tattoo, like sign them. Right. Really, like I'll work with you, but I just really want to brighten someone's day, give out yeah. an appendix. So. No, but Neva, did you know what I was actually referring to about you almost dying? Uh, no. I mean, because uh, Neva went to go get vaccinated, just like I also got half vaccinated. Right. And uh, there was like a, a shootout at that exact oh. same place. Oh, yeah. Wait, and what? she was like a few hours away or something. No, I wasn't. I was actually uh, within a mile. There was a shooting in Bryan, Texas. I wasn't able to get oh. my vaccination here because <laughs> most people in Austin are looking for vaccinations, so it's hard to get one. Mm-hmm. But... If you drive way out to Bryan, Texas, Bryan. they they don't believe in them their vaccinations, so you can you can get on their books pretty easily. So, but yeah, while I was getting vaccinated, there was a mass shooting. Um, like literally while I was getting vaccinated, there was a mass shooting like a mile away from me. That's so it's like really intense. It's really sad. I'm pretty sure like ten people were shot and like one passed away. Well, wasn't it like the doctor and like a kid and a mom like died or something? Oh, really? I don't know. I didn't hear that much. Anyway, um, why tell us about some things you hate. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's uh, leave that mass shooter uh, yeah. conversation. Um, number three hundred forty-one. Uh, we're gonna try and do just four things today. Uh, we're gonna start with three hundred forty-one, which is people with two backpacks. Yeah, today we're going to talk about four things. Not like we always get behind. <laughs> it's just we've we've set our bar lower. Yeah, like usually we have a, we have a list of like five or six things, but now you know we have reasonable expectations, and we have four. Yes. I think the that's uh, drinking age used to be twenty one, but we're setting our bar lower, and we're signing a petition to change it to eighteen. So, because um, like setting our bar lower, whatever. Um, so basically, the purpose of backpacks. Um, is, you know, to have a bag that you are carrying with you without holding on to you have both your arms free, or at least, uh, at most 99 cents, but pretty much free. Um, and you know, you can do that, uh, without the bag slipping off your shoulder or looking like, uh, an archeologist. So if you don't want to look like an archeologist with the strap on the other side of your neck, um, and instead you want to look like a nerd who wears, uh, tennis shoes with jeans, then you can wear a backpack. And, like, you know, you take one strap off, you swing it around and sit it on the ground, and you, like, crouch, take something out, you swing it back over, put your arm on. But some people, they uh, don't understand how backpacks work, so this episode would be actually uh, beneficial, or what I just said uh, just then. Oh, we've become uh, uh, educational. Have... Yes, exactly. This is an educational podcast, the number one educational podcast in all of Italy. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, but when you have two backpacks, obviously you can't put both of them on top of each other because that wouldn't make any sense. So you have to just look like a moron and walk holding the top strap and just walk with a backpack in your arm. You look ridiculous. Um, so, I, I have oh. never felt any sort of anger towards anyone with two backpacks, but I am a bag person. I would I would classify myself as a bag person. Yes, this is Neva's bag. Okay, well, but this what is Elaine. Why? What if they have a backpack and then they also have a tote bag? Mm. Or what about a produce bag? I or is don't it specifically? Have any with that. I'm talking about two backpacks. Two... <laughs> okay, so I'm talking okay, about well... taking a GoPro. You have one GoPro on your head, and then you're recording while holding the other GoPro in your hand. Well, but that's how you can get different perspectives. Yeah, it's all about the angles, Wyatt. Okay, whatever. Uh, just forget that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, well, well, I feel like most of the people that carry two backpacks are high school athletes. That or they're like travelers because you have like your big pack and then you have like your day pack and you have the day pack on your chest. Like when you're going from your like one location to the next. Like when you're in a backpack group hug. Like I I think people like I, I've never I don't think I've ever seen someone who's just like, you know, what, I've got so much stuff on me today. I'm going to need two backpacks. Like, yes, if they, you have that much stuff, at that point, just buy cargo shorts. Like, all of their teachers must be terrible and force them to take care of their textbooks or something. Because it's like, how do you, either either your backpacks are tiny, or you're carrying bricks to school, or like a gun to school. Um, but that's not, uh, that's not. <laughs> Jesus okay, Christ. so why the picture in your mind is someone with a backpack on their back, and then they're holding the other one by the top strap, right? Yes. So what if they have one on their back and one on their front? Yeah. That just looks like super complicated. I don't know. <laughs> getting those things off, I feel like I would somehow get all tangled up in there. So is that better or worse? That, it would look stupid, but it would be obviously more efficient than how just do you, you know what? holding a backpack. How do you feel about people who just, we- like, they just have one backpack and they wear it on their front instead of their back? Why would they? I mean, they're gonna have to be like the the outcast kid at school, the kid who really doesn't want to fit in. He's willing to sacrifice everything in order to not fit in. And he the kid wears a weird. front pack. I'm just, I'm just saying. I think there's like a practicality to it. I mean, it's easy access. You don't have to take it off to. Oh no, I need a pen. So I'm gonna take off my entire backpack. No, you just zip, unzip it, and. Daylon, no, this sounds like someone who has clearly never worn a backpack on their front. <laughs> It's it's completely different, and I'll tell you why. Most quality backpacks, like, for instance, all through high school, I, like most other people, had a North Face backpack. Mm-hmm. And it has, like, a, a hard padding to it so that it keeps its shape. Um, That's fair. And so that, combined with the material that it's made of, is very... It's very rough, okay? Then also... It protrudes from your body so much that you can't just reach towards the front pocket and get something inside. Like that's it's that's yeah. How much stuff do you have in your backpack? Well, if I only have one, a lot. Okay, okay. So like I use like okay. What kind of backpacks did you guys use? Because when I was in high school, Hiking. I used yeah, like I used like a, a like a a medium sized like backpacking backpack. I mean, I literally used, like, the most common North Face backpack. Mm. Um, yeah, I just had a North Face. I think yeah. I had a North Face. It was blue and orange. Really? Did you guys, did you use your lockers in high school, or did you just keep everything in your bag? I never had a locker. Yeah, I didn't have school. a locker. Oh, that, really? I'm not in high school anymore. Yeah. Because um, I'm essentially not. So they gave you a locker freshman year, and then... By my sophomore year, they had run out. Like, they didn't have enough lockers for everyone. So Mm -hmm. if you had one and you didn't want it, you could give it away. And if you wanted one, then you could, like, apply for one. Um, And then You do apply for one? Well, you just, like, turned in a slip being like, yeah, I want a locker. And then I I just never requested one after that. Yeah, I had the North Face Borealis backpack. Oh, that's fun. Yes, it was very nice. Um, Mike got it for me. As a birthday gift. Thanks, Mike. Um, and it held up, but um, yeah. I don't know. I like I used my locker 
I didn't just start. I just had literally everything in my backpack and I just carried it around. And I was like, nah, I'm done with this. And then I started using my locker like my senior year, finally. Because <laughs> yeah, we, we only have like like 100 lockers in the school. Because nobody ever even cares about having a locker anymore. Yeah, Isn't no one your cares guys about... school, like, like literally my high school, all if, if there's a wall that doesn't have a, a door, like the entire space of the wall has a locker on it. We have well, yeah. I just want to tell our listeners that uh, at Dalen's high school, like the entire high school was filled with lockers, and they can only fit like fifty lockers in that school. <laughs> Shut okay, up. that's my high school had a thousand kids. All right. Our high school had four very large hallways of lockers, um, but the rest of it would be kind of awkward to put. I did have a band locker. Oh, that's fun. And an orchestra locker, even though I played the same instrument in both band and orchestra, but I could store yeah. it in two different places. Dalen had, or uh, Neva had to be really uh, discreet while going in her band locker because no kid is allowed to go in there. It's the forbidden locker because band. And oh, oh, I get it. Because you're band, 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 band locker. locker. Why? That was very there. funny. That was really good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my, uh, my, my friend Spencer, I always, I always respected that he told me when a joke was bad. But uh, he would always say, uh, he would either say mad funny or just like, you know, oh my God, I don't even remember what he say. So this joke is completely useless. Let's just wow, move on. Boy. Actually, don't move on. I want to say that in, uh, in sixth grade on like one of my, possibly my first day of school, I forgot my backpack in one of my classes and I had to walk all the way back because my next class was gym. I had to walk all the way across the school, walk in there and not say anything and awkwardly grab my backpack with a, with a classroom full of kids and then leave. That is really awkward. I used to always then, um, leave a puffy coat in my classes on mm. accident, which is definitely the most embarrassing thing to go back and get. It's like leaving Sim. a lunchbox. It was no, horrible. That is tough. Card. Did you guys ever accidentally go into the like the wrong like you got your schedule mixed up and you went to the wrong classroom? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was always super paranoid whenever I go into any class. Uh, even now, when I'm going into online class, I'm always so paranoid. I need to make sure, like, this is the right day. I am the person I think I am. I, this is my name. I'm not hallucinating this whole thing. It's not a simulation or anything. I need to make sure that all of this is actually happening before I walk into class. Yeah, I do the same thing. Um, I go to. I only go to school uh, two days a week in person, and the rest is on Zoom. And I still question it. Like, as I'm walking in, I have to look at my phone and see that it is it is in fact yeah. Thursday. Like and I like have before, to. Before I walk into the bathroom, I need to read what it says and make sure I'm walking into the right bathroom and then make sure I am a man. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm a man. I can walk in. Now. There are yeah. urinals in here. Yeah. Um, I, I still when get they say like, be a man, they don't say like be confident. They just mean literally, literally be a man be and walk a... into the bathroom and be a man. I still get like nightmares about like mixing up classes, like especially like in college. I'm like, okay, I have this class Wednesday and Friday or whatever, and I still have nightmares about missing classes or just completely forgetting, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, you've got an exam on Friday, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm not ready because I have missed this class for the past eight periods. Um, I yeah, have a... Dalen's like 55, he's still, he's having a dream that he's late for class, he's like, oh... Oh, right. I'm 55. Oh, I do that same thing um, being a waitress. I know Shelby has done the same thing. May she rest in peace. Um, <laughs> where you'll wake up at like 2 a.m. and be like, <gasps> I forgot to give them ranch. Or right? like, did I, I drop know. the check at the right table? Like literally. Like when Neva almost died, it was it was going to be so tragic. But when Shelby did die, 
it's it's fine. We can just move past it. We can joke around Listen, about it. I well, said rest in peace. I, I get if I get five hundred thousand dollars if she dies. So oh like, my god, like I'm doing pretty good. Well, you're kind of set right now. Yeah, like oh, dang. And we're Daylin and I are going and getting all you can eat sushi tomorrow. Yes, we are. So this really, she died at a perfect time. I know they. Mm. I was looking at the 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 regulations as they put it on the menu for okay. the all you can eat, and it, they put a lot of pressure on you because they're like. Anything you don't eat, you have to pay for. You have to pay for, which I'm like, I get. And they're like, even the rice. But here, I had some questions about the wording with the rice. Okay, let's hear it. Because they said with the rice, you will be charged whatever it was per piece. Well, and I'm per like, grain. I, that's what I'm <laughs> confused. I'm like, what is the definition of piece of rice? Because yeah, that's how they paying, said it. You can cut the grain in half, waste all their money. Look, it's five pieces now. So I was, I was, you know, I like, I think how many, how many pieces, like, okay, so you get like a, just like an average sushi roll. How many pieces are on like the average, like eight, 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 seven, sushi eight. Roll. That's what I say. I think I could, it's, I think it was like $24 for the all you can eat. I think I could put down five rolls. I honestly think I could do more. I mean, we're going to find out. We definitely need to update next, um, next episode. We'll give a little update yeah. on how our all you can eat sushi went. Um, it just looks really good, and I can eat a lot of sushi. I know um, that, that sounds like a like a, a Chinese or Russian government system where they're like, I mean, they would have to keep constant surveillance of you while you're eating your sushi. They need to make sure because you can't just walk out of the restaurant. They're like, let me see your plate. Well, I mean, and they they keep you to an hour limit too, so you wait can't, hour. I thought yeah. it was ninety minutes. No, it's an hour. An hour to order. So, like, I I don't know if it's like. From sitting down to finish an hour, or it's from when you get your food to an hour? Because, yeah, like, if you stick in there for two hours, you get a lot of sushi. No way. I, well, I read 90 minutes, which I think is a lot more um, Either way, attainable. I, I, 90 minutes or an hour, I, I think we can crush some sushi. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Like, I, I think when I, I think I'm going to order five. Well, I guess at the, I guess moral of the story is... If your wife dies um, with a smart car, go get all you can eat sushi. Yes. Um, at the funeral, do not go to the funeral. Yeah, just literally just leave the body wherever it is and just go eat all you can eat sushi. Well, you um, have to get your money first. Oh, I guess that's very. Or I guess are you just, or is that how you cope? Immediately go get sushi. Immediately go just yeah. shove your face. See with her sushi. dead. Like, as you're as you're doing your goodbye speech, throw a piece of sushi down into the grave. I, I think I think Shelby would want to be buried with a piece of sushi, right? Well, I can't well, do that because then the the restaurant's gonna charge me for that individual piece <laughs> of sushi. I think it's worth it for your dead wife, Dave. Well, Wyatt, here's the deal. Shelby definitely wants to be cremated. So are we just gonna burn a piece of sushi with her exactly and yeah. then are her ashes gonna rot well uh, what do you mean sure. they, i mean the, the sushi would just burn up if the body's gonna burn up i'm pretty sure the sushi's well, gonna but burn you're up. telling me there's still no there's still nothing <laughs> that can rot Android phone in there or you put you put a nokia what, phone oh in there, no what if we put her ashes inside the sushi and then this is what she would want well it's a circle of life then because then eventually we're gonna poop her out the full circle and then she's gonna turn into a fish in the ocean yeah because that's what happens to our poop and then 
she's gonna become sushi. Oh my god! And guess wait, what? Holy wait, holy shit! So we're going to shit Shelby out into okay. the toilet. Okay, here's the, okay. So she's dead. Okay, right now she's <laughs> confirmed that she, she is dead. We're gonna cremate her. We're gonna put her in to sushi. Um, some kind of a roll. We're going to defecate. She, wait, she really likes the 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 <laughs> baked rolls, like the or the the fried ones with the, the cream one, cheese. Yes, those are very good. So that's probably what we're um, looking at. And so. She's going to go back into the system. She's going to turn into a fish. She's going to be caught, butchered, and then put into sushi. And after we get our $500,000, we're going to eat her again. I feel like you're skipping over the whole she just turns into a fish. Well, I feel like she the, she's gonna she's gonna be part of what fuels another fish, and then her spirit, her energy, will be inside of that fish. Well, but how is she? Okay, so okay, so here we go. Here we go. Of, she goes into the ground, into the earth. A worm eats her. <laughs> the, worm the worm is worm then used yes. as bait for to, the for the fish. For the fish, the fish takes the worm off the hook, survives, goes off. Shelby's soul is consumed and absorbed by the fish. She becomes the fish. Okay, but why is it any different if Shelby's energy is in my poop versus in a worm? Well, because we need to we need to get her energy. F- because how does it go from the poop to the fish? Because we poop in the toilet and it goes in the ocean. And the fish eats it. A fish isn't going to eat that, though. <laughs> Like I'm just I I feel like the more logical salute. Well, I guess yeah. Okay. <laughs> we can okay. We'll go with the worm thing, but there are several routes here. The, either way, the end game is we benefit. We benefit, and we consume her during all you can eat sushi. Yeah. Um, and that's that's, that's the a, meaning of life. That's the story that's, of Shelby. <laughs> well, this is gonna be really confusing when she comes back next episode. We're gonna have to explain the whole, like um, the whole uh, enchilada system we made up, where she somehow made it from a fish into a human, and she's back on the podcast in a week. Well, she's gonna have some explaining to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Leave it to her. <laughs> anyway, okay, so uh, what now, were, were we talking about a list? Now that we've uh, established uh, Shelby Circle of Life. Um, we're going to go on to number 342, which is spiderwebs. So, uh, basically, if, if this whole list were in order of the things I hate the most going down, um, I think spiderwebs would probably be in, like, at least the top 40. Yeah, like, <laughs> top I agree. It would 40. definitely be up there. Um, but, like, whenever I pass in between two things that are relatively close to each other or not at all close to each other, but I have suspicion. Uh, um, I need to wave my arm uh, uh, in between it. Like if there's, if there's a car, like even if we just parked like 10 seconds ago, maybe there was some Geronimo spider who just wanted to jump immediately after we showed up and he just jumped from the car over to the other car, then there might be a spider web. So I basically, I'm just paranoid whenever I go in between two things. Yeah, I feel that same paranoia. Mm. Uh, today, I walked in our front door, and there was a spider web on my hand. How? Who would I, build a web there? I what mean, kind of idiot everywhere. spider? Like, it's it's always the worst feeling, because immediately, like, literally yesterday, I was walking, and I saw a leaf that was suspended in midair, 
And like as soon as I saw that, I immediately knew I was walking into a web. And then it just completely consumed me. It was all over my body. Oh. Like there's just nothing you can do about it. Wyatt, there's um something you're really gonna love once you move down here to uh the Austin area. Uh silkworms. Oh my they god. They are everywhere. Are they like bad or I no, mean, no, they're just these they're just these green little worms. Yeah, they're tiny. They're that, literally like a centimeter long. Like they can't do anything. They're one of those like things that are just barely existing. And um and making silk. Um <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, they just hang everywhere from yeah. every tree everywhere. Yeah. All the time, and you walk into them. Yes, you walk into them, and then their little silkies are hanging from you, and then you have all these little green worms on you. I hate silkworms. Literally, Shelby and I went to a state park a couple weekends ago, and there's the the tree branches that like hang over the trail, and literally like hundreds of silkworms. Like they must have all just hatched or whatever silkworms do. And I ran into, I swear. Every single one. Like, I must have decimated the population of silkworms in that state park. Because oh, wow. He went on the rampage. They were... I, there was nothing you could do. Like, once you run into them, it's too late. Like, there's yeah, just uh, no option. I saw... I heard... I listened... I whatevered in a, in a podcast one time. And I saw a picture um, of apparently some spiders. They can... Uh, like, different colonies of spiders or whatever can come to an agreement... To live together, it's super rare, obviously, but they can make like giant webs in like entire trees and stuff. Like they'll cover like an entire tree with just webs. Yeah, and they'll all live in there like a factory. I am, and by the way, I know if anyone is gonna call us out, I know they're they're not actually silkworms. Like the silkworms that are here in Austin aren't the ones that are actually making silk, Mm -hmm. but we call them that because they're like kind of similar or they look similar realistically but i guess they're, they're like inchworms i don't they're just know. like these little useless inchworms that hang in front of you yeah um i think well, some people call them look it up and some well, of them i'm trying why some of them hang okay. like really far they'll hang low like there's like there'll be a limb like 20 feet in the air and there's a silkworm hanging down like two feet off the ground and you can just like press like you can like tap their little butts and they'll like go a little bit higher well, but that's, I don't, how does the wind not just blow them I, to smithereens? I don't know. Like, I have no idea. It, does the silk act as an appendage? Like, I don't, they're just, oh, they're the worst. I don't know. I, I There's a chance that they're called canker worms. Oh, that's an unfortunate name. I, I could be wrong, but that is what they look like. What is it? Okay, let me, I did when I, <laughs> after the state park, I worked the next day and I had my hat on. And uh, there was one, uh, it had died, and it was stuck to my hat. I didn't realize it until the very end of my shift. Aw, dead worm. I was like, oh my god. Sometimes that happens to me, but it's with um, someone's, um, like, I go, I take someone's dirty plate that they use to eat pizza, and then I, like, spill sauce all over myself, and then I don't know, and then I just have red sauce dripping from my pants. Mm. So, kind of similar. Red sauce. Sauce. Yeah, uh, one time I was with mom, and I... Walked into a spider web. I don't know how big it was. I don't remember even ever seeing it at any point. But uh, I knew that I walked into a spider web, obviously. And so uh, when I got inside, I was frantically like, like uh, scratching my head, like trying to get the like shaking, shaking something out. And a spider fell out onto the floor. And of course, uh, we killed it after that for obvious reasons. I don't know why I needed to say that. 
but I almost uh, had a new friend that day. So, yeah. And uh, then, of course, I would have uh, unpredictable behavior after that because it would start controlling me with my hair. If you guys could have the power of Spider-Man, but like none of the strength or the grip or anything, just the webs. Mm-hmm. Would you? So do you don't have the grip, meaning you're immediately going to fall to your death as soon as you grab onto it. Okay. Well, th- I'm, th- well, I mean, you can grip onto your web. But you just like but can't like, climb meaning, up a building. Yeah, but you, you can't, can't run up walls. You can't climb a vertical surface. So what you're asking me is if I were just me, like how I am right now, and I could shoot webs out of my hands, would I enjoy that? Like, yes. yeah, you could, you could, like, get a you know jug oh of your my God. oat milk. From I the would, fridge. I would get so lazy. That would be amazing. Oh, that yeah. would be so cool. I could just like mix up color and not even have to go to the back. I could just grab it. Oh, that would be awesome. That w- wow. I feel like that would be incredibly handy. Like you could be very theatrical when you cut someone's hair. Yeah, but then you would uh, you would just get webs everywhere when you were done. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I'd learn how to control them. You yeah, know? Th- I, that's like the downside is what like what? Okay, so you spray a web. What happens? What happens to like, it? Like, is it actual webs? I imagine just looking at it. I I hope that it's not like a spider web. That it's like a I don't know more solid, less annoying. Um, I don't know. I feel like you could start some kind of um, sponsorship with a company, with a factory or something, if you had infinite uh, webs, which I assume you would. You would just shoot a bunch of them and then rip them off and mm-hmm. like put them no. all up into a ball, give it to the company, and they could like make stuff out of it. I don't think it's infinite. I think it's like, you know, any... You know, I mean, it's like... Whoa, why would it not I be think in it? Well, I feel like it, it has to like recharge. it over the movies and adaptations, whatever. They made it like, you know, some kind of gadget that he made and then it just or it came out of his hands to begin with, but then it was this weird gadget thing. I don't I Well, don't that does that depends on the di- I mean, it's it's whether it's the was it like the Amazing Spider-Man or the Incredible Spider-Man or whatever, like there's different like the uh original the Tobey Maguire one, it came out of his wrist, but like the Tom Holland one, he uses technology. I just, um, um, fun fact, I just saw a video of Tom Holland, um, and he was, like, doing some fan something. Like, he was giving a speech right. to a crowd of people, um, and there was a translator next to him. And so he would say something, and the translator would say something, and then he kept on being like, mate, stop. Because, like, the guy kept on, like, cutting him off, and he was like, who is this guy? And it was just, Yeah. It's he really, really did he not realize he was in a foreign he, country? He didn't realize that no one could understand what he was saying or that he had a translator. <laughs> so I, that was definitely the the like most man. apparent time I felt um secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, that's obviously his PR team did not no. communicate something to him. And the the crowd was just completely silent because they didn't know what he was saying, and then he kept on like the the translator would start talking and then he would cut off the translator because he's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> like, bruh. Like, get off the stage. <laughs> do we do we like Tom Holland? I like yeah. Tom Holland. Oh yeah, we I like. Uh, I yeah, I think he's a he's a pretty good actor, but I am of course disappointed that he has been cast for the Uncharted movie. Uncharted. Know, of the Uncharted. Uncharted. Games. Wait, uh, and I still think Nathan Fillion would be amazing, but he was rejected. Wait, uh, how can reason? you? Yeah, un- because Nathan Fillion is like old now. 
No, 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 no. He actually, he actually made a, a a fan movie because he wanted to do it. He's like a fan of the series. That's he right. He made his own uh, movie little clip thing on YouTube, and it was awesome. I was like, this, this is what I want to see from the Uncharted movie. And of course, if you play Uncharted three, where you get to play as him as a kid, he does kind of look like Tom Holland, but it was like Nathan Drake in the games. He kind of went from that Tom Holland ish little teenager guy mm-hmm. in like a different direction from there. But in the Tom Holland thing, it's like he kept looking that way and he went in a different direction with his aging. So he just looks completely different when he's like 30. I forgot that Missy in uh, Big Mouth is like obsessed with Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Oh, and also, uh, I Dalen, love that. Do, Dalen, do you have any idea who uh, Sully is from the franchise? The old guy with the beat with a mustache? No. Oh, uh, Victor Sullivan, this, uh, like, you know, like cranky-ish kind of old guy humor, old guy. Uh, but he's like his uh, Nathan Drake sidekick. He is, of course, an old man, kind of. He's like probably 65 or something. And he has a big bushy mustache. And Mark Wahlberg is going to play him. Oh, my God. I'm like, why would you do that? You know, that's, why would you, okay, what, that's the annoying thing. Like, in order for a video game movie like that to succeed, you have to play it to the video game. That's why The Last of yeah. Us, when they uh, cast Pedro Pascal, I was like, yeah, this is great. This is, like, the perfect casting. Like, it's like, you know, with the, the conflict of video game movies, it's like uh, uh, between pleasing the, the fans of the franchise and pleasing the fans of, like, really good like modern type uh modern like style movies trying to catch up with the style but also stay there for the fans and the monster hunter movie which i saw about a uh, the last third of but i can of course form an opinion because of how terrible it is uh, i can say <laughs> that they pleased neither of those groups because that movie is horrible but i do recommend watching it if you like bad movies take a look people uh let's go on to number 334 343 i mean by that uh, this one, I feel like we're going to hotly debate over this. Let's fight. Uh, I don't remember what it is. Overalls. Oh. I, I'm i not ready to debate because, of course, I don't have a, a valid argument like anything on this list. Uh, so basically, very rarely do people look good wearing overalls, except I did look it up just to see like what the purpose of overalls was, just to make sure, just to get my slight research very slight research in beforehand and i did see a picture of a woman wearing overalls and she did look good so i have to admit that wyatt um overalls are definitely making a comeback yes um big time i have i have opinions well i think i can credit the comeback of overalls to um carhartt carhartt is making a big big comeback right now because what is that Carhartt, the brand that makes coveralls, they make beanies and stuff that really like. I, I don't even know what coveralls are. Like you would know them if you saw them. It's it's like what it's the stereotypical outfit of like a mechanic at a greasy car shop. Uh, I you think mean... more lumberjack. I guess what are coveralls? Coveralls are like well, let me just look at. Are coveralls them. like Maybe overalls I'm... with sleeves? Uh, coveralls are basically. That's what I was. Um... Actually, do I know the difference? Okay, yeah, no. Coveralls are exactly what I said. They're Okay, what did you say? It's it's just like a, a full body suit. It's what like mechanics wear. I guess they do have a mechanic vibe. I still I still stand by my um lumberjack vibe. Anyway, um overalls have a lumberjack vibe. 
No, what? But do mechanics look good to you guys? Do yes. Mechanics, are mechanics attractive? Yes. I mean, How? How? I mean, if it's, a, if it's an attractive... I'm saying that I can definitely see someone in a pair of coveralls and them, like, looking good. Like they've been working like if all I day. Saw a male model wearing overalls, it would it 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 wouldn't necessarily be like attractive, like with the style of the overall. It would kind of just look like a male model wearing overalls. So of course it's gonna look good because that guy's super attractive. But it's like, I don't I I don't know. It's just most of the people that wear overalls aren't very attractive to begin with. Well, like it ain't okay. Much, but it's I feel like that's agree just, to disagree, but I, mean, I saw a pair of white Dickies overalls at Nordstrom the other day Dickies. for eighty nine dollars, and it took everything I had to not buy them. Overalls are, I, it, and I, what I've noticed recently because you know overalls are it's you know the working man's protective clothing, but now like Dickies and Duluth Trading Co. and Carhartt are really capitalizing on all them hipsters and exactly. all those. And it's you know, working. Gen Z's that are like, oh, I'm going to start wearing this. And yeah, it's working great. I mean, and everyone looks amazing. So there's really no downside. Like, but yeah, in my opinion, it's hard to look bad in overalls. Well, also, you barely have to put together an outfit. No. It's you already have the pants and half of the shirt. You just had to put you have to put something under yeah. it. Like just the shoulders, man. Well, like just cover shoulders. your shoulders yeah. and then you're set. I will say. If you wanna, why? If you wanna go ahead and change the list from overalls to people who only wear one strap on their overalls and then Fresh leave prints. the other one just like dangling, then I highly agree with you because that looks like it is the most annoying thing. That's, I don't know why you would not just do both straps. But what if they know that they're in a movie? Well, clearly, if you're Will Smith and you have one strap, then that's fine. If people are wearing one strap, they're stuck in the '90s. I mean that's I think that's the only answer for that problem. But okay. like overalls are great. Why name one thing you don't like? It's just that you don't think they look good. Uh yes, that is the only What thing. about the I understand the purpose and the appeal of them. Like you know, it's like you don't have to worry about your pants like coming down. You don't have to worry about any kind of waist. It's just it just goes straight up and then it attaches on your shoulders so there's no way it's going to fall down. Mm-hmm. And then of course it's super comfortable. They're kind of like the sweatpants of uh, outdoor work, but uh, it's like it's like you know the people to wear overalls are definitely the kind of people who aren't going to care what anybody thinks. And I don't really care what anybody thinks, but I also don't do outdoor work, so it doesn't really apply to me. I, I see your your dilemma here. Like the, I would you okay? What would it take for you to wear some overalls, or or even just try them on? Have you ever tried overalls on? No. Why not? Uh, I think I would hate wearing overalls. I mean, we've said when we talk about uh, jeans, like, of course, I like the uh, constricting uh, uh, jeans, like where it's like not super baggy. We talked about basketball shorts. Um, and uh, I, I'm also kind of a little self-conscious about my shoulders. I'm not, I'm not sure if I am now, but I definitely was like a year ago or whatever. Um, and like just having my arms bare, I would probably still be self-conscious just walking around with that because my shoulders like naturally come forward because of my lack of anything in the chestal region. Wait, what um, do you mean your arms are bare? Fat. Are you just shirtless? Well, I mean, I, I, uh, I don't, if I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt, I guess I could enjoy it maybe. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, I feel like this is a good out for, for Wyatt. Well, so, I mean, but you have to take in, uh, into account that it would 
probably be really, really difficult to find overalls that fit him. You would have yeah. to special order them because they're, you know, as they get bigger, they get taller, but they also get wider. That's and true. Wyatt is not wide. They're yeah, we got we got a, we got a, a six four guy who says he's 120 pounds. I think we got a fake tip. <laughs> Duluth, this is the factory in Duluth trading go goes wild. Yes, I, I love my overalls. Your uh, mom got me some for Christmas, and they're the best. Unfortunately, it is way too hot to wear them right now. Um, but during the winter months, they are peak clothing. Yes, option. those those are brown like khaki yes so i think those are better than denim overalls I, but it's like i can imagine walking in wearing overalls like first person view and uh you, you're like puffing your chest out you walk in got a piece of hay sticking out of your mouth and you're like <laughs> you're like why is my dinner not on the table when i come home and your wife is like is like you like it's it's two o'clock in the afternoon you were just outside raking you, you didn't even go to work and you're like, I want my food now, like you. And then, and then you go over, you walk over, you put your foot up on the table, you look at the at the news, you see Joe Biden just won, and you kick the table across the room. You're like, what is this? I want my food now. And then it's like you just immediately turn into a into a Republican once you take once you put on the overalls, you can't take them off. Different scenario that I'm gonna make up as I go along. All right. Dalen puts on his overalls. Yes. Walks outside. Yes. Starts profusely sweating, walks back inside, takes off overalls, sees picture of fish on the television, and remembers his dead wife became uh, sushi that we ate. Yeah. The end. Yeah, cue the sad music. <laughs> Black uh, and white. Dalen walks outside, Dalen walks outside uh, in, in July, and he's like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to get, some, get some work done. Let's go do this. Let's be motivated. He goes out there with his overalls. He comes back in 10 seconds later. He's sweating profusely, just <laughs> drenched in sweat. Then he lays down on the couch and he's like, oh, wow, such a busy day. <laughs> such a busy... I can't take it for any longer. And guess what? I'm so rich at this point that I don't even keep them. I just burn them and I have a new pair for every single day. Because rich people don't care about sustainability. Let me ask you something. Tell me, tell me what your thoughts are on this proposal. You're so rich. You're so filthy rich. That you never have to wear the same pair of socks ever again. You can wear a new pair of socks every single day. How does that sound? Dalen, I've said it before and I will say it again. I have had my crew van socks for at least two and a half years now. And they still feel brand new. They are amazing socks. So if I were in that situation, I would just get a lot of van socks. And then once they became like old feeling i'd get new ones and then not worry about the new ones because i'm filthy rich but it's not an well, excuse to just go buying socks like a like an animal okay okay yes i would go do something much more absurd like go buy a bunch of uh, tvs and throw them off my balcony of course if it's my property down there and nobody's going to get hurt but where people can see me you know, like you like you'd be screaming where all your neighbors can see you. You keep throwing TVs out every day onto the uh, like off your balcony down to the patio. Everybody's like, that guy's crazy over there. He keeps buying TVs, throwing them off his balcony. That's what I would do. Ooh, I would do something crazy. Here's what you need to do, Wyatt. So you're you're filthy rich. You're a video game streamer, and in like your background, you have a conveyor belt 
of flat screen TVs that just feed down one at a time. So every time something like makes you angry, you can just throw a flat screen out your patio. And that's like what you're known for is just an endless amount of flat screen screen TVs that you can just throw out the window when you get frustrated. You're you're a famous video game streamer. And what you're known for is throwing TVs out a window. That sounds like a pretty terrible life. Everyone's got to have their stick. I mean, okay. Like, I mean, Dalen's married. I got a lane all to myself. Dalen's married to a fish. Okay. We don't question it anymore. Oh, am I married? Am I am I still technically married to the fish? Yes, yes, well, you yeah. Have to what? Put the oh my! Ring. No, so no, no, you're you telling... put the ring on a prosthetic finger sticking out the side because it doesn't have anything that can hold on to the ring. But yeah. <gasps> no, well, you or, ate the or fish. Or you take like a like the, the the plastic wrapped around a soda can and you put that around its neck. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What? That's the ring. Good okay. thing fish don't feel pain. So Wyatt exactly. just said uh, prosthetic, and that made me think of prostitute. Uh, naturally and yes so the other night um by the other night i mean last night i'm driving home from work and i'm over on georgian and i'm about to take a left on either side of me there's you know the sidewalk corners and there's a prostitute to my right and a prostitute to my left this dude's coming up georgian takes a left onto my street goes next to me and i start to go and he picked up one of the prostitutes i watched him stop talk and pick up the prostitute and i've seen the prostitutes many a time but never before have i seen their services being requested live actually those those are the rules whenever you're on fire you should walk talk and pick up a prostitute i am the scenario (laughs) all i've ever seen is i'll pull up like there'll be a car just like stopped at the at like a, a stop sign um, where I'm hoping to turn, there's a car there, and they'll have like their window down, and they'll be talking to them. And then once I pull up, they roll their window up and they speed off and they make a lap. Wow! I've never had anyone do it in front of me. Um, it's a uh, it's a fascinating thing to witness. It is very fast. Yes. I mean, if they would have just like motioned for me to go around, I would have been more than happy. Like, no, they, didn't, right, they didn't have to make a block, but you know. Yes, Dalen's wife had been a fish for five years. At that point, he decided it was time to move on, so he did pick up a prostitute. She gave him an offer he couldn't refuse. Well, he was already at pleasures. What was the offer? Uh, it was to um, to go and play uh, Hot Wheels with him. Oh. Or maybe she said, want to smash, and he took out his Nintendo Switch. He's like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be sick. That's a good time. Uh, speaking of time, we're coming up on time, so let's move on to our final subject so we can uh, get it done today because Neva has to check in in a, uh, 18 minutes. That's very true. Um, so 344, people who say twinsies. So, uh, uh, a good amount of things on this list, well, not a good amount, depending on what you think is good, but uh, a, a few things on this list are about these specific girls, because I, I, of course, spent a semester in this class. It was a survey of U.S. history. There were two girls, uh, but then other girls surrounding them. It was mostly the, the two girls in front of me, but it was just everyone in the class because I hated all of them. Mm. Um, they were sitting in front of me in survey of U.S. history. And they would always say, you know, these kinds of things like mood and same and stuff like that. And twinsies, of course. Um, And uh, yeah, so there are a few things about them. Basically, they uh, 
they drain the enthusiasm from everyone's brains with their enthusiasm. Wyatt, I can't help but agree. Um, I I work with some of these uh, people at work. Um, Mm -hmm. We just hired on a couple high schoolers to host. Oh, no. In the like the in the pms and they all they all say that uh along with this um very flamboyant gay guy who i actually loved named who i actually love named dylan um who says things like oh my god i'm dead (laughs) all the time um and i i hate it i also hate when people like that are being really annoying but also positive and then when you're not vibing with it very often i will get something along the lines of your like they'll tell me that i'm sad or that i'm mad they'll be like oh why are you mad like why are you sad and i'm like because you're freaking annoying yeah, like, that's why <laughs> you're an exhausted human and being. then they're like oh like be happy like joke with us and i'm like that's that would make it worse <laughs> I would like, literally end my life. I hate sometimes people with like overwhelming positivity. Just yeah. I hate them so much. It just seems yeah, like I mean, such I mean, a somebody says anything, somebody does anything, and they just go crazy. I just like, like I, no, no sentence makes any sense. Like, just take it down a notch, people. Like, you can be happy, but you don't need to have it at eleven. Like, we do not have to be twinsies. No, but then through all this chaos, they they stop to tell you whenever there's a dull moment, whenever there's a quiet moment, um, they need to tell you how depressed they are through all of this. And they'll just be, they'll just start joking around about how they want to die. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I know the people who are like, I'm just like, so depressed today. I'm like, okay. Like people can have depressed spells, whatever. But I'm like, if you're like, no one's going to be like legit depressed. Like, Man, I'm just really depressed today. Like, no, okay, no. Like, oh, chill. <laughs> like, that's a temporary thing? Do I have I mean, a like, story? Like, that's a daily thing. I, I have a story. Um, The other day, Josh and I went to Zilker just to lay on a blanket and watch the sunset. It was very nice. And as we're walking, uh, you just, like, park in this gravel field. And this guy was talking to himself, just a normal dude, like, late 20s, maybe, and he go, I think he was on the phone with someone at the time and he goes, or maybe talking to himself and, <laughs> and he goes, he was saying like, oh, I need to change clothes now. I think maybe he had been swimming. Right. And he was like, I have nowhere to change. And then that was right when we were walking past and he says, he says, y'all want to show? And I was, no. and I was like, nope, I'm good. And then he goes, wow. Okay. I'm just going to kill myself now. Wow, you don't want to... Wow, I'm just going to kill myself. Because I'm such a disgusting human being. Literally. It was actually kind of funny in uh, in my Algebra 2 class with uh, Mr. Baker. That was a teacher where I shook his hand awkwardly so that he would be um, like scared to talk to me about my missing work. So then he just didn't. Um, that's what you should always do if you know the teacher is socially awkward. Just do something super awkward so they never want to interact with you again. Or cry in um, front of them. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But uh, my friend Andrew, shout out to Andrew Fair if you're listening. Hey, I know he's not. But uh, up, he, Andrew? Um, he would always, his strategy was to not do anything and then tell the teacher that he was an idiot or something. He would be like, yeah, I didn't do it. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> and then the teacher <laughs> would just ignore it. And it was hilarious. That is so funny. <laughs> I'm such a moron. <laughs> that is so funny. That's actually a really good tactic. 
Yeah, so, I really like that. Did you and Josh just like run away from this dude? I literally was just like, because he went on, like he he did, like he straight up was like, oh, because I'm so fat or whatever. And I was just like, dude, like not funny anymore. Like not funny. Yeah, not like, like this. No, no, don't like that. I don't know you. And also who says that to like, okay, like if, if, like if you're going to be a creep, like I get, I guess, saying that to like a girl if she's alone. But like who says that to a couple? It was, uh, I don't know. It was very awkward. But I was like, dude, don't plant your suicide on me because I said no to wanting to see you naked. To wanting public nudity from you. Um, But, like, don't do it. But, like, please stop talking to me. Yeah, that's... So we just kept walking. And then um, we found ourselves in the middle of a very angry um, preacher man who Ooh. was making barbecue. And it smelled so good. But this man was just screaming at the top of his lungs, like, Jesus ain't gonna open that door for you. Like, things where it just doesn't make any sense. And wait, then wait, he was hang like, on, Hang on, the only boy that could ever teach you was a son of a preacher man? Is that what you're telling us? <laughs> what? Jesus Christ. The, the song. Um, anyway, but then he was also like, Free barbecue, everyone come get some barbecue. And it smelled so good. And Josh and I went up and we stood there and then everyone else was standing around and we were all too scared because he's screaming and he's also screaming into a microphone and projecting it. Like you can hear him all over Zoka Park, which is huge. Um, And it smells so good, but we had to walk away. Praise the Lord and his barbecue. So basically, I know Visco Girl, that term uh, can be, you know, very offensive uh, depending on who you ask, you know, because it's not very defined on who you're talking about exactly, mm-hmm. um, even though it kind of is. Uh, but uh, I'm going to ask you guys, because that, that's what I'm going to say, because I don't care. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys, what is the most annoying Visco girl phrase like this one? Okay. Uh, uh, Visco, are you talking like that app? What? I'm talking, yeah. oh my God. It came from the app, but Visco girl kind of... Turned around to just mean like basic. Ah, uh, okay. Um, wait, what? Why? What's your phrase though? Uh, I'm gonna say it's either mood or saying LOL in an actual conversation. <laughs> well, yeah. Those are both really good. Um. Yeah, I think what like I like I think it's fine. Like when people say like, "Oh, that's such a mood," I get that. But when people say, "I'm just in such a mood," oh, I I'm got like, it. Okay. I got it right now. I know I'm a big user of the word literally. I've probably said it 10 times this episode. If someone says literally me. Oh, oh, that's a big one. Yeah, I forgot about me. Yeah, That that one. I hate that because it's never literally them. It's always literally someone else. Mm -hmm. Hate that. That's like you'll see somebody on, on Instagram. Uh, it's always on Instagram, never on like Reddit or anything, because these people would not be on Reddit. They are just not cool enough. And it's um, whenever they say literally me, it's always the most first world problem thing ever. Like it's always like, something that's like, okay, chill out. Like you'll like scroll through the comments on a meme or something, uh, and like there's only one comment or something, and it's just somebody saying me or somebody saying same. And I'm like, how does that how does that do anything? What's Ooh. the point of saying that? Nobody cares about what you think about the meat. One thing for me, um, and they were actually there was an episode of Top Chef that we were watching the other day, and they had to cook a dish that was like based off of their vice. And some people are like, you know, I've you know my vice is alcohol, whiskey, whatever. And so my one of my big things is when people was like, 
I need a drink. And I'm like, and then they like talk about how, like they, they joke about how like they like, Oh my God, I just have such a drinking problem. I'm like, but do you, or do you just really like white claws? And I'm like, no, you don't need a drink. Like, chill. Like, calm down, okay? I used to have a, a teacher um, about a month ago who would end our classes all the time by saying that. I need a drink. Like, okay. Yeah, like, I don't have much yeah. experience with that because I'm in high school. But uh, there are people um, on Visco and other, other like, smaller things. But usually Visco, just because it's a little more private, a little more, you know, people aren't going to check there as as much as uh, like instagram and stuff mm-hmm. but uh there are people on visco and like their name will be literally just their name that's how you can find it is just looking up their name and it comes up and they'll post all the time with them drinking alcohol at like 17 years old and i'm like i hope your employer doesn't look at that <laughs> like why would you put that on social media i think nothing's gonna happen oh my god you want to hear a really <laughs> embarrassing story mm-hmm. one time yeah and this will be our last one last story um so my one of my best friends, Koi, uh, we went to high school together, and we are in this group for this like performance thing called Encore. So we're in a group of about fifteen girls, um, and we're all it's like a singing thing, and we're we're doing a like a rehearsal with our choir teacher on a weekend, and it it's always I don't know if you guys have had this experience, but there's all the cool people will weirdly have like teachers on their social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everyone in this group, except for me and Koi, went to this party and they all put it on their Snapchat, you know, just them drinking out of like red solo cups and dancing and whatever. Yeah. But of course, Koi and I didn't go because we were never in that, that crowd in high school or now. And so my choir teacher saw some of their stories and that next morning at rehearsal, she gave us a whole big speech about how like your employers are going to see that. Like, um, you know, people like recruit recruiters are going to see that, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're trying to get into these colleges and like, that's going to hurt you. And then at the end she was like, and Neva and Koi, I know this doesn't apply to you. You guys weren't at the party. <laughs> and we were just like, Ugh. just throwing everyone straight under that bus. It was very embarrassing. Um, yeah, by the way, if anybody wants to meet Koi, I think she was on here uh, episode 16 or something. Yeah. Yeah, she totally was. Uh, I kind of forgot there. about that. Um, I believe the episode is tiled koi fish or koi pond or something. Koi pond, yes. Something of that variation. That would make sense. Um, anyway. So, yeah. Uh, that will do it, everybody. Uh, why? How do people find your YouTube channel? Uh, basically, you got to go to the airport and put a gun to the guy's head behind the counter. And don't worry about airport security. You're not going to get in trouble or anything. Uh, and ask him, how do, you, how do I get the swirly games on YouTube? And he's like, what are you talking about, man? You're stupid. Uh, and of course, uh, don't 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 shoot him after he insulted you. There, it's gonna be really tempting, but don't do it. He's gonna be like, you just said it. It's swirly games on YouTube, and you're like, oh, silly me. You put the gun away and leave the airport as 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 fast as possible, so he doesn't call security on you. There you go, everybody, and uh, look us up on all of the things. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, talk to you all in the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. Peace. Thank you for listening to 900 Things I Hate, part of the Podcast Without Borders Network. If you'd like to learn more about our show and others, you can visit our website at podcastwithoutborders.com or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash podcastwithoutborders. You can reach us by email at pwbnetwork at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.